This is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club. I am Clinton Scott Timmerman, joined again by... Not Kelly. Not Kelly Tipple. And we are with somebody that I've been a big fan of since I've discovered the Pathetic Triathletes Group page, Angie Jackson. Angie, thanks so much for coming on and uh, chatting with us this evening. How are you? I am fine. Thank you so very much for having me today. Awesome. And where are you exactly? Are you right in Philadelphia? No, I was born and raised in Philadelphia, but I live in North Carolina. So um, I live in Hope Mills, North Carolina. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay. Because mm-hmm. on Facebook, I saw the uh, Philadelphia connection. So I was going to ask if Pat's or Gino's was your favorite steak sandwich. I know that's neither. Neither of those. Neither. That's what most of the natives tell me. So <laughs> yeah, neither. It's going to be Chubby's or Delisandro's. Ishka Bibbles is also great. Okay, I haven't had any of those, but we're hoping to pass through Philadelphia this summer, so maybe we'll have a chance then to maybe get some some taste of those as well. So, <laughs> so Ishka Bibbles would be your best bet. That's on South Street. Plus, South Street is really really happening. So uh-huh. go there, Ishka Bibbles. <laughs> Ishka Bibbles. Okay, and then anytime somebody from Philadelphia makes their way out here. If I try to get them something special and unexpected, I'll get them some tasty cakes. And then they'll be like, wow, what oh, did you yes. find those? Tasty cakes. I'll, uh-huh. I'll order them online. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, kind of the basis of uh, even this podcast was that, you know, both Kelly and I, we love watching stories and inspirational videos of people that, you know, climbed a mountain or maybe broke a world record. Um, but at the same time, We've, you know, we've kind of gotten for ourselves, we're just kind of your average ordinary uh, person, but we realize there's different, there's different meanings of what can be considered, uh, you know, a great accomplishment, you know, for me to even be able to do, heck, even a 5k, little little marathon is, is great. And so there's so many different inspirational stories out there. And it was, was it about this time last year when I, we, I came across this page that I told Kelly about like, hey, pathetic triathletes, you know, there's people of all sorts of different levels, but the thing I had really liked about it was just that I feel like we're all there supporting each other for different races, people at, you know, maybe yeah. at different points in, in, in their training. And of course, everyone's uh, favorite, at least seemingly favorite fuel being Oreos, which uh, actually Oreos. became a lifesaver mm-hmm. to me on uh, the first Ironman I finished was to Ironman Maryland. And uh, you're just a regular contributor there. Don't get me excited. Which okay, and I was going to ask you about some of your upcoming races, but I've noticed you've put on there when you say, "Hey, you know, like this is fifty, Mimi of two, and what you're going out and get, you know, what you're able, you know, have accomplished and to continue to accomplish." So I was just going to ask, how did you start getting into, I guess, endurance sports and even uh, triathletics? So I was with a group called Black Girls Run, and with the Black Girls Run. Um, I was literally, literally, I never um, did any type of sports or anything. I just wanted to be heart healthy. So I started walking um, when my grandson, when I, 
you know, with my grandson. Fast forward with the Black Girls Run, they said, hey, let's train for a triathlon. And I had, I'm like, I don't know how to swim. I don't like getting my face wet in the shower. You're like, wait, this is a running group. So it was, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes. But even though it's black girls run, they, they, and even though it's black girls run, it's all races, you know, it's just, that was like the name. Very, very inclusive. And um, so that we, um, you know, some people are strength training, going to the gym, all kind of stuff. So the the uh, girl was like, "Yeah, let's do a triathlon, and there's you, we can do it, and it's in a pool, and the pool is shallow enough that you know if we need to walk across, we can walk across." But we all decided, okay, let's take some lessons at the Y. Um, but the venue that we chose. The pool started at six feet and oh, ended at seven and a half feet. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> and and you're not minute bull. You're not no seven walking. foot two. <laughs> no, no. So um, at that point, I had learned how to swim a not even half a length across, but I pulled myself like. Um, like how, how you pull yourself across the water, like using the ropes, which probably in any other race, we would have been disqualified, but it was an all female race. And they were so encouraging and wanting everyone to, you know, succeed. And, but after that, I said, you know what, I'm going to come back to this race next year and I'm going to learn how to swim. And I'm going to do a great job. And so um, I then trained for my first marathon. And right after I trained for a marathon, I had got um, my my road bike. I didn't realize my road bike was like this hoity-toity, uh, frou-frou bike, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so people were like, um, that's that's a road bike that uh, you might need to have your, your goals set a little bit higher because you might be able to do some things. And I was like, oh, really? Then COVID happened. And so I wasn't able to swim or anything, but you know, we were able to still be outside like on a bike. So I just got a little bit stronger with the bike. And once um, the pools and stuff opened back up, I, you know, I just made that one of the things that I wanted to do was to see how far I could go. And now um, it's my lifestyle. It is absolutely my lifestyle. So now I'm not sure how many more fulls I will do after uh, Maryland because it does take a, a lot of time and just a lot happens um, training it's for almost, a full. It's a second part-time but job. <laughs> it's a lot. You're right. It is. It is. So, um, but there was someone who did, said five by fifty-five, and I was like, "Damn, that sounds." That sounds like that might be doable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you shooting for that? Then? Um, I do want to do it, but I don't want to put that in the atmosphere. I don't want to put that in the atmosphere. Let me get this one, <laughs> one. Okay, off the record. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you just we'll tuck that away. <laughs> so Maryland's going to be your yeah. first. How has swim training? Yes, it will. I, I, I love hearing uh, your story about swimming. I I have a very big fear of water and um that my fear of open water swimming has actually kept me out of rate like i've shown up to the start line and then had a panic attack in the water and then dnf'd so i'm just i'm so in awe of you 
having to hold on to lane lines in your first race and now about to do your first marathon or, you know, your first Ironman. Yeah. What did that journey look like? Because you had so to have I, been frightened. I will tell you, it was um, not just my own determination, but having incredible people in my circle. So I am a part of a triathlon club called Fayetteville Area Tribe Warriors. And the very first time I got in open water, these these folks are crazy. They they just insane. <laughs> okay. So it I mean it was like April 2nd. It was it's still cold and they were like, Oh, we need to get you in this water. And I'm like, y'all know I can't swim, right? <laughs> you know, I can't swim, <laughs> put this wetsuit on, tie this swim buoy around you. We will not leave you. And you know, um, the first time I got in open water, it was uh, swimming from um, when they have those little things in the water, like, uh, so if if little kids could be in the lake, you know, yeah. how it's like, and it was literally just being on the other side of those things, but I would be able to stand up, you know, but just like not having me have that fear because at that time, also the water is like super cold. It takes your breath away, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, um, then the next time I had went to the lake and you just look out and it's just that water and it's like, I, I'm about to die. And I only <laughs> breathe. <laughs> I'm serious. And no, I only I breathe you. on my left side, man. And so I had this um, one of the tri triathletes. His name is John. And he said, I, I try not to get teary, but it's so amazing. He said, I'll be on your left so you don't have to worry about trying to cite or anything. I'm going to be right here for you. And then I had another um, triathlete. Uh, her name is Christy, and she would be on my right, and they flanked me. Oh, and cool. I'm, it's so emotional because it was it, it, that's huge, you All know, right. to be in that open water and to know that you have someone on your left and on your right and they never left me. Mm -hmm. And when I would get a little bit panicked, they were right there and I had the swim buoy and all of a sudden I could go a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. And here here I am. I, I mean. It literally is like that. But, and you know, I think that's probably why people might gravitate towards me because I mean everything. Like, it's so emotional for me um, and to me. And I don't take it for granted what I am able to do. And, like, even just yesterday or Sunday, whatever the hellish day it was, when I was just on the bike ride, it was on Sunday, bike ride from hell, wind and everything. I'm like, I'm giving up. This is terrible. Here I had my triathlete, uh, you know, with us, with me, and they were like, Look, I know you almost died going into that intersection because you couldn't get out of it. You couldn't stop. <laughs> I know this wind is whipping us, but we got this on our training plan. We're going to get it done. And God has given me um, a coach that believes in me, challenges me, and I have the physical ability to do it. And then I have wonderful people around me so that even when I want to throw in the towel, they they refuse. Like they they want me to be great as well. So that that's how it happens. That's amazing. 
And so now, what? How did you decide on Ironman Maryland to to be your first? Because I'm from Philly. Yeah. And um, although I have these wonderful friends and triathletes around me, family is everything. I do not take it for granted that I have both of my parents living and alive and well. And I wanted to have my first race be someplace that they could get to easily and that they could cheer their baby girl on. They still call me baby girl. I'm 51. <laughs> so that's why my first half was in Atlantic City because, you know, I wanted them to be able to get to me. Um, yes, there's others that, you know, could have like an easier swim, a downhill swim and all this other stuff, but my family wouldn't be able to be there. Sure. And it's more important for me to work my behind off and have my family there than to just try to kind of be easy and not have them. It means sure. everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when was your half? Um, it was... It's terrible that I don't remember the date, but it was September last year. Okay. okay. Well, I, I swear so, these last two years have just been a vortex of time. I yes, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't remember the date. I should remember my first. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that was. Um, so I do everything like when I I say Mimi of two, and even for my journey to start in health was because when my daughter told me she was pregnant, I wanted to be heart healthy. So for my grandson to be at Atlantic City, and my daughter, and I saw the, you know, the finish line, I was so emotional, and my parents were there screaming, and and my oh my god. I barely made it across the finish line. Like my daughter was like, mom, run, you know, because I was like, I was a bawling, tearful mess. It was, it was, it was, and I barely, I made the cutoff by a minute something because 110 is the cutoff mm -hmm. and I made it 108 and, and, and change. Yes. Oh, that's See, awesome. that makes it just, just sweeter, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Get, that's, and... that's why our podcast is called The Midnight Club, because we are, you know, the 17 hours. Or 17 hours so. I'm getting all my money's worth. Right. <laughs> but it's true. I'm going to be I mean, on that course all day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But Kelly, I, I swear, Kelly's gotten me through times where, you know, when you get in your mind and you just, I, I can't do it, I can't do it. And Kelly would say, okay, you, you have to at least get down to the, just get down to there. And then when you get to there, hey, I have to get the next point. And then I, I kid you not, then you power up with the Oreos and all of a sudden you kind of start finding your energy again. And, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of times it really is it, when you mention your team, you know, it, either a triathlete group or even people on the course that you meet mm -hmm. or your friends and your family that are there, keep her going. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it, yes, it's an individual sport, but I'd be lying if it wasn't the fact that having great support around me literally has gotten me through. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did well, you decide right away? Like as soon as you were done, did you like that night celebrating with your family? Were you like, okay, I'm going to do a full. <laughs> that's a big leap. Well, no. So the full was always, uh, wanting to be my, one of, I always wanted that to be my goal, but you can't just, I'm 51 yeah. and I ain't never done none of this stuff. So I can't just jump in and be like, Oh, I want to do a full Ironman. No, I have to work my way up to that. So, and remember, I wasn't swimming. I didn't, <laughs> even right. for me to, um, even for me to finish that half, it was basically pulling and breathing. Cause I do not kick, like I did not know how to kick. I had no um, real 
training, um, when, you know, going through swim lessons with the Y, it basically is, it's not, it's not much. It, it really is not much. And it's not like how you could do for endurance. And I did not have the luxury of time to really get my swim technique together. It was like, get in a wetsuit, get comfortable in open water, let's strengthen your arms <laughs> so that you can pull and breathe and relax. If you pull, breathe and relax, you can get through it. And that's what I was able to do. But you can't do that for 2.4. So that's why I'm in this pool like a crazy woman trying yeah. to get this technique <laughs> together. <laughs> no, and you'll get there. Yeah. And Maryland was great. Uh, nice to mention that was my my first full. Uh, we flew into D.C. And then w once you get to the, the peninsula, you know, the Delmarva Peninsula, it's yes, there's a major metropolis around the corner, but it's quiet, it's quaint. quaint. And then the, the town of Cambridge, it's it's their big moment. So I felt like everybody there was like, they're excited to see you, although don't park in front of their house. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> yeah. thinking about their parking. But the whole town really just kind of coalesces around that. And uh, it was a great experience, even. The, the fan, the people cheering when you finish the bike as you come in. I've never had so many people right near the finish line cheering you on. And then wow. um, just it definitely takes some time to look around the town. We we drove the course ahead of time. And uh, it's really cool, too, because you're on the uh, Merritt Tubman Memorial Highway. And they have a really awesome museum there for her, too, that we went through mm. and saw. And then so just the kind of the historical aspect of the area. Um, for me, though, I... Uh, you know, I got through the swim. I, I, I worry if I tell you about the jellyfish, but at the same time, I only mention it because they had an unusually higher amount that season. It was a fluke year. It was a fluke mm -hmm. year, but all mm -hmm. the, any, I guess there is an anti-jellyfish lotion you can get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody sells it around there. We were going from store to store and people were like, yeah, everyone keeps asking for that. So if you're going to bring anything, just Yeah, just get it ahead have. of time. Yeah. So, um, but for me, there was a, there was a lot of heat. So definitely, um, it was a matter of just trying to stay hydrated. So I kind of, I struggled a bit on, on the run, but then I was just getting from aid station to aid station. But, mm -hmm. uh, with the people cheering me on a lot of the people in the neighborhoods, they set their sprinklers going. So you oh, can go nice. under sprinklers. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's the whole community cheering me on to it get you really through. Cool to see. And then I think on the, uh, the, um, Ironman app, they're able to tell what athletes are going by because, some people, they make it almost, you feel like you see a big frat party going on. And then people from across the way, they're like, come on, Clinton, you got this. Like, oh, wow. Nice. So, yeah, they just everyone's cheering on to be able to get through. So I have every well, I confidence. Was very, I was very smart. So um, Iron Man is getting my money twice because I'm doing Eagle Man, which oh, is in June. So, you know, that's the, the course the area, of the yeah. half of the, so basically just double Right. Um, you know, but at least it'll get me familiar with the course and the area yeah. and uh, and all of that. So that'll give me um a lot of confidence as well. Um the water will be different though because the water is different in June than it would be in September, but the venue was still the same. So even sure. though, you know, I'll be like, well, the swim is this or whatever, it's still going to be the same venue. That was really smart of you to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Because the Ironman, the 70.3 they put here, we're up in Seattle. Um, the course was really hard, but I was able to work at it and get familiar with it. And mm -hmm. then when I knew what was coming up, I just was mentally able to know, okay, I just got this turn. You got this here. Right. So, 
Right. So that's what I'm hoping because I had wanted to like get up that way and do a couple of training rides or some swims, but things are just so expensive now. You know, I'm being very honest and oh, absolutely. it's just not feasible for me to try to get, because I would have to find some place to stay. And then it, you know, so I just was like, well, um, I don't have that pressure on me and I feel so I feel so good about myself, but I don't have that pressure on me with Eagle Man because I'm using that. Granted, I'm racing it, but I'm using it as a training day. You right, know, right. this mm -hmm. is where I need to be as far as my training for a full anyway. So I don't have those same anxiety, at least not now. I don't have those <laughs> same anxieties as I did when I was doing um, Atlantic City. Um, right, even right. I printed off the. Um, athletes guy today and i was like oh and you know i was kind of excited whereas the uh email came through for iron man merlin and i almost pooped myself i was like <laughs> yeah. i'm about to block everything from iron man merlin i just can't yeah. handle nothing coming to my email <laughs> right yeah i know <laughs> i know what you mean and i swear if i'm going to a sprint triathlon or going to the full i mean i, I always get a little nervous a little anxious right before before they say go, I think it's just, it's just normal. It's, You're going to get human. that. So. It's just being, a, being human. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. What is so your training I've done a couple, like these days? So um, today I had um, cardio and strength training. So I had a half hour run. I love to run. Oh, and that's, what, that's the whole thing about um, my triathlons. I'm like, and get this crap taken care of so that you can get to what you love. So in order for me to get to what I love, which is running, I got to get this other stuff done, right? Sure. Um, so that's like my mentality and my mindset. But so uh, right now I'm swimming three days a week, uh, riding two days, but like once is like uh, intervals, like FTP type of intervals, and then one long ride and then running. Um, running like once a week. My coach isn't really concerned about me with uh, running and that can kind of beat your knees up and stuff like that. But right. also um, after every bike ride, even if it's an interval, I do a brick run. So that's me doing my own little run um, after that as well. But my swims are about to increase to four to five times a week. Uh, yeah, those are about to increase. But I've been able to do a um, couple of really cool races which would be like my training but in order you know to not get so bah you know with training so like that's why i just had that cherry blossom 10 mile race which i didn't even know i had a sub 11 minute mile in me at this point i was like so yeah. excited about that but then i had that 51 mile bike ride that selma to alabama and i came in second overall female for that wow. um yeah i was you know so even though um so i'm doing these races but it's really working with uh my training plan so my very next race i have is on may it's like may 7th or 8th it's white lake and i'm going to do an olympic this 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 is my the first triathlon so i'll be doing an olympic but i'll do i'm doing a swim clinic the week before um those are very important and i the um, week before my last season, I did the swim clinic. And if it wasn't for that swim clinic, I would not 
I know I wouldn't be successful because that swim clinic taught me how to sight. It put me in there with like five other people in a lane and let me feel what it felt like to have people like bumping up against you and all That's of those stuff. That, um, yeah. So I have that. Um, so that's in May, just a, I don't want to say just an Olympic, like I'm like so frou-frou now. But. Right, right. <laughs> but I know what you mean. You know, you've got these bigger ones coming up. You use those yeah. as waypoints. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm doing the Olympic in May, and then I'll have my Eagle Man in June, and I have another Olympic in July. I don't have anything set in August, but in September, one week before the Ironman, I have a 100-mile century ride um, in Atlanta, which is, you know, at that point, I'm going to be doing um, century rides for training. Sure. Anyway, so it'd be nice to do that in Atlanta, but I'm going to bring my road bike um, for that century ride because Atlanta is very hilly, and I know sense. I'm racing with my triathlon bike, but for... This road race century, I need to have my road bike. Yeah. Uh, actually, with the first, no, this is in Colorado, but I remember being in my first triathlon. It's the first time using a triathlon bike, and you get these hills, and then you realize, wait a minute, you don't have those real low gears yeah. to be able to go up the hills. So it's, mm -hmm. it's smart if you take your road bike for that, people to get those mm -hmm. steep hills and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it'll mm -hmm. be good to do Atlanta then as well because it'll be hot and humid. Be able to help prepare you as well. Yes, for, yes. You know, in that race and whatnot. Practicing so, my nutrition and everything. Like it's a great, great precursor. This Olympic coming up for you in May. Is it still going to be chilly? I don't. See, here it is. It's it's basically winter until July, and then we get some nice weather. It, it, so it rains the lake on the fourth and it's sunny degrees. and eighty-five on on the fifth of July. So yeah. Well, I will tell you, um, it's normally pretty hot um, in May, but North Carolina is so bipolar. It You get all of the seasons in one day here in North Carolina. <laughs> and, and literally the sun can be shining. And then if the wind blows, you're freezing. So it's... So there's no planning. It just you show up and it is what whatever mother... It, it is what it is. It. Like yeah. it, it literally is what it is. Gotcha. So... So, wow. uh, but you, you, you race in all conditions. That's amazing. And you, so when, when your grandbaby was born and you wanted mm -hmm. to get heart healthy, what year was that? He was born in 2017. In 2017. Okay. So this is a pretty new adventure and yes. you, said you were never an athlete before. Never. So how did you go from walking to loving to run to I mean, this whole thing is you got the bug because a lot of people just be like, OK, I get my walks in every day, you know, and leave it at that. So I started walking and I bought a jogging stroller so that I could push my grandson. And we I was I went out to this group, Black Girls Run, and I only it went really was that. with them. And um, I always had him with me always and one day it was time for a group run and i didn't have them with me and i'm like well i still so i i developed a sisterhood like i i was looking forward to being with the women you know mm -hmm. and so i said i don't have them with me do can i still go <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I went and I real I didn't realize until that day that with me pushing him all of that time, it was like a resistance training. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I went and was on my own, I could like run and, and, <laughs> and, and run. I mean, I'm not kidding you. And so I was like, this is nice. And literally that's how that's how that started and it, then you know you fell in love with I, it. I literally just fell in love i've literally oh, just fell in it's so much that i get accomplished when i'm running so much um like i talk to god i always say if you see me running and crying mind your business because i'm working it out with the lord <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. but it just so it is like you really do have that runner's high where you can kind of forget where you are. Yeah. I love it. I love to run. I do too. It's, that's amazing. It's yeah. No, that's Kelly's favorite for yeah. sure. You know, and you know, I'm in my mid forties and you said you're 51 and mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. Cause I started later as well. And it's just, it's nice to see your body perform at something when a lot of times, at least like my parents, they, they never would have even thought to pick up a sport and, you know, in their forties or, and it's, it's just, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool expression of being alive. And it's never and, too yeah. late. Well, yeah. yeah. And then it did, it really did help me. I mean, because like at one point my rest and heart rate was like 44, like yeah, wow. to 50. and then I, I, you know that, i'm man. a nurse so i was like wait let me go to the cardiologist and make sure i'm not in a, a heart block because <laughs> you know this is like crazy and they were like no miss jackson no you are incredibly healthy i take well I, I do have a sleeping pill i ain't gonna lie um but i take no medication whatsoever i am in the peak of health i love it That's all great. of my numbers are are perfect and I get my colonoscopies and my mammograms and all of that stuff as all well. All the fun stuff. <laughs> all of the fun stuff. So, you know, um, and that's why I that's why I always have that moniker when you see um this is 50, but now with me being 51, um, because my birthday was in February, I say this is 51 because I want to show like this is 51. Like you don't have to be that person, oh, I'm my knees hurt or my hips hurt, or I look like this, or you know, I'm overweight or something like that. I'm showing like, this is 51, like yeah. I'm 51. This is, this is what 51 can look like. You know, let's it's, change it's all perception. Age is perception. Yeah, let's change what you are perceiving someone to be 51 to be. I love it that I can run and play with my grandson and not get tired. Well, sometimes I do because <laughs> yeah. the four-year-old's energy just is <laughs> right. just too much. But <laughs> but well, you understand what I'm saying. That to him as well, you know, to be able to see that, uh, hey, you know, this is what my grandma mm. this rather than the person that just kind of, eh, I'm just going to hang out on the couch or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, grandma was going out and getting it. And in yeah. his perception of 50 will probably be different than my perception at 50 when I was, you know, his age. Right. And you know, the thing that is so incredible that I saw for the first time. Um, so when I had my race, um, I did a 5k wine run. And the only reason why I signed up for that 5k was because it was wine at the, the end. Wine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but when I left out for the 5K wine run, my daughter, she was taking the video. So of course I didn't see this till after the end. 
when I passed by and I was waving, um, you know, bye to him as I was crossing the finish line, his little face was so sad where he wanted to like run and she had to tell him, no, come back, come back. And I said, this baby is ready to race. And so when we just went to my last race, he was saying, oh, we going to Mimi's race. We going to Mimi's race. So he is excited about going to my races and like, it's, um, we just were at a, I had a 4K, a 4K or, or a one mile walk that was just on Saturday. And um, I had him with me. And so he was excited about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't wait until he is able to run in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> so he can race for himself because he is loving it. He's That's loving great. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, at that age, it is like herding cats, but the yeah. fact enthusiastic is pretty awesome. And he'll love the village too, the Ironman village, the, the Ironman kids events that they do usually the day before. Yeah, yeah. They, even, they even have it where it's a, you know, 40 yard dash. Something yeah, for and the then kids, they, the kids get, get a, a t-shirt and a medal at the end and it's free to sign up and they get so excited. Mine are now preteens, so they're not so excited anymore. <laughs> but but it, it's it's really cool. I think that especially since he's going to be there for your your yeah race, yeah participate and get a medal too, which is really oh cool. my god, he would probably have a fit. He would have a fit. That'd be yeah. awesome. You have you have pictures with your 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 medals, your Iron Man medals mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, you go I by can't Mimi. Wait. Did you yeah. come up with that as well? What's that now? Uh, you said you go by Mimi. Yes, or- I made that name up. But if he called me anything else, I would I would answer to it. it it's it's his world. It's his world. <laughs> okay, I just because my sister when she started having grandkids, she thought Mimi be easy, uh, and and then grand one. I think she also just didn't want to be called grandma. But I think she figured like, okay, well let grandma be the other sets of you know, grandparents. I gotta yeah. be Mimi. And I think yeah. she was right because the, she, the, the kids learn Mimi quicker. And you, so it's just yeah. when I've seen you post Mimi, like, oh, my sister goes by Mimi. And mm-hmm. and so I wasn't sure if it was yeah. a similar origin story for that. It, yeah, I made it up and he calls me Mimi. And I tell you, when it, 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 it makes me almost cry. I, I'm menopausal, so I probably cry about anything anyway. But <laughs> when he says Mimi for stuff like, um, even for him to say, I love you, Mimi. Oh my God. It just, I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> and um, we sing this song together and he knows how to change the words to say, I love you. Even for my birthday. So this was the first year he was able to sing happy birthday and sing happy birthday, dear Mimi. And for him to say that, oh, I was <laughs> yeah. no more good. <laughs> no was more it? good. Oh, yeah. so yeah. he's gonna start running to use it to his advantage. You're like, wait a minute, I want that candy. And like, man, and I love you. Have this. And then <laughs> like, yep. Y'all saw the pathetic triathletes. He ate Oreos for breakfast. Look, he can whatever he yeah. wants. <laughs> That's the way it works. Yeah. Then you can send him home. Right. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> deal with it. Exactly. Oh, um, I send him home tired though. I tire him out. Yeah. Sometimes oh, okay. he can't hang with me. I bet Sometimes your daughter appreciates that then. Right? Yeah, she does. She's like, good mom. Good. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, one question I had, you mentioned that you said when you do your bike rides, you try to at least finish with the run, make it into a brick. Yes. Do you, is it even if you time constraints, do you try to even just make it at least if it's a mile or two miles? Cause I think I need to add more of that. I, I find I That's don't. That's exactly right. I train individually and then I come 
game day, you know, it's race day. I'm like, oh crap, I needed to do more bricks, more combinations. So, so my thing is at the very minimum, if I don't have time, one mile or 15 minutes, whichever comes first. Oh, okay. okay. That's a good, that's a good rule. Good thought. And I tell you, a lot of people run much faster than a 15 minute mile. So, you know, um, so, but that's my rule, one mile or 15 minutes, whichever comes first. And it makes a big difference. It, it, you wouldn't think you'd be like a 15, it makes a big difference. I don't even give my chance self to think I have my sneakers right there. As soon as I get off the bike, I go right on out and just go. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. for me, that transition from the bike to the run, it's always the most awkward. I swear. I feel like a newborn draft for the yeah. first, you know, however many miles and then he kind of get in the groove. So I just need to do more of it. I promise you just it. And so when you think about it, it's so minuscule of a time. If you, you like 15 minutes, that's nothing. 15 minutes. Right. But, but if you put like any athlete, I'm going to say any athlete knows all of the mile markers around their house there, you know, you mm-hmm. know where a half a mile is from your front door to where a half a mile is. I know you do. That's, and you it's true. That. In every direction, to be honest. I know I, that, go... that's, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So all you have to do is literally go up a half a mile and back. And yeah. you, that's it. Just that's all it out. is. Go knock up a half out. a mile and back. And you're like, I just knocked out. Yeah, it's yeah. literally like that. Or if you, you'd be like, you know, you can be feeling good because by the time you like really get into it, you already passed that half a mile. So go up the one mile and back. Now you've already done a two mile brick. Two. And that's yeah. substantial. Sure, sure. Especially over time, add all those bike rides up. Yes, yes, that is substantial. Day, so. That is that is substantial. So that's what I do. One mile or 15 minutes because I can do anything in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Parole of the day right there. You know, I, I have to ask too, um, I know it's getting late there, but you know, you have such a following on pathetic triathletes and uh, did you know that you would be so in, I, I mean, cause everyone looks forward to your optimistic, you know, posts and, and your pictures and you share your family and your life and, and it it's, you know, it, so it, it takes a special person because a lot of people post a lot of things, you know, and mm-hmm. there's something about your story that people follow. I mean, we're in Seattle over here and we wanted, we had to hear your story. Um, um, and, and I don't know, like, how does that, how does that feel? Like, it, it, I know it's kind of a responsibility too, because you know that everybody kind of eyes on you yeah. watching your journey. You, you know what? And there are people, I don't know. Every time I go somewhere, someone's like, are you Angie? Oh my God. I mean, I can't hardly go anywhere. I'm talking about traveling. I ain't talking about like yeah. regular grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Um, but honestly, I am really what you see. I, like I don't put on any airs. Maybe it's the genuineness. Um, um, even though I'm sharing all of this, you can see my vulnerabilities, you can see my struggles, but you also see my successes. And people, I'm real, you know, I'm real. And I, I put out what some people are maybe too ashamed to put out there. But I get a lot of instant messages where people are like, you know what, I was scared about 
going back into triathlons. But after 10 years, I've seen you and it has um, willed me and I want to go back. And I get so many um, positive, inspirational um, posts and things that I'm saying I'm going to continue to be me. Um, now, I get somewhere people are like, um, you know, seeing if I'm just trying to like basically put on a show or have a following. Like, no, these are, these are my trainings, you know, I literally am posting my trainings. I I post when I'm sad. I posted when I had a rough day and I was like, you know, what the F and, you know, y'all see every emotion and, and that's probably what happens. Also, you know, that every day is not a good day, but I'm going to keep moving forward. But I also realized this sport is so mental that you have to mm-hmm. be positive in order to to do it mm-hmm. and i you know that's and so i you know i'm just happy that um i am a part of so many people's lives that it's for the better you know we have a, so much other stuff that is so negative and going on so if someone says hey i've been looking forward to your post and you just made my day well, that made my day. Like I get fulfillment from others being fulfilled. Sure. Like that's how I, that's how I keep going too. And just like how I have my my uh, triathlete people on the side, like, come on, girl, you better not stop. Um, that's my post kind of do that to some people. So, yeah. like when I do my early morning train, I'm like, wake up, get up, where you at? You know, <laughs> you know, like you yeah. know what? I'm getting on my, I'm getting up right now. So, you know, that's. But it really is me. I don't put on an air or a show. When you meet me, this is this is how I am. Yeah. No, your sincerity uh, and your relatability is definitely what you know is kind of draw me to to your post and everything. So that's that's what I love about the community that we've got. Mm-hmm. you know within the pathetic triathletes and do you know and i just love that the birth of your grandson got you to get heart healthy and and continue on this journey so that you're now inspiring people and you're talking to us in yeah. seattle and, yeah. and and we get to share your story and and know you and you know so give your your grandson a hug for me <laughs> yes oh I will. and i'm going to see him tomorrow so there's a um opening day for baseball so i'll Yay. have both my grandchildren because i always talk about my grandson because he's my the four-year-old but the mimi of two is because i have a granddaughter and she will be eight she's almost eight and a half months old oh my gosh um, yeah so um but we're all well we will all be at um a baseball game tomorrow afternoon because you have to be able to balance this work family you know all of this stuff you know yep yeah so it's gonna be a great day so i make sure that i'll get my training in in the morning that way i can be able to um have a great time with my family in the afternoon. Yeah, that's Absolutely. why we do it, right? So we can be around and enjoy the. So, the and again, the something else stuff. I need to work on. I, I have a tough time getting in the morning, and so then it I have to find you know a chunk of time during the day. But you know, if you get family or work stuff, uh, you know, sometimes it's it's yeah. tough to balance that. So I need to be able to get up and you can just get that you out of the way. Manage then, that time. Yep, Kelly's yep. much so better. So you, you want me to tell you what I do for the morning? Yes. Yes, please. please. Okay. So first of all, depending on uh, whatever training I have, I have my my whole all of my clothes they out, and they are right there. And before my brain can say 
get your behind back in the bed. I am putting on my clothes. Because, you know, once you put your clothes on, it, you, you might as well go ahead and do it. Sometimes, I, I ain't going to lie, sometimes I do my workout even before I brush my teeth and stuff because I cannot let my brain say, why are you up at 4 o'clock in the morning? Why are you up at 4.30 in the morning? But it always works out that if you have all of your clothes out before, you have your nutrition, because I, I, I have to do nutrition. Now, I will tell you, I don't I don't wake up early enough to eat like, you know, have it all settled a half an hour before. I, nah, I ain't going right, to lie to right. you about that. But I do have nutrition while I'm training. So, you know, I have my nutrition in the fridge. I have my clothes. I wake up. I put my clothes on before I can hardly open my eyes. They are right. They are right there beside me, like on the floor at the bed. I just get out the bed, put my clothes on and I'm out the door or um well, most times, you know, I'm out the door uh, with swimming because I hate swimming. I make sure I got my bathing suit right there. I put my bathing suit on underneath my clothes. I wish I could sleep in the damn bathing suit, but, you know, it's <laughs> constricting. But, right. you know, I have my bathing suit there because if you have all of your stuff, if you don't have to worry about, OK, which shorts am I going to put on? What cycling pants? Am I, all of that time that you're thinking about that in the morning is more time that you'd like, oh, I'm not yeah, going to do this. I'll get in there. And don't pick up your phone and start scrolling. Like, uh, I'm normally, yeah, you know, <laughs> as soon as you pick up your phone, you're going to, like, immediately start scrolling. You will waste a good 15 to 30 minutes yep. right then and there when that could have been time that you used to either commute to wherever you needed to work out or go from your house and do your run or get on your train or whatever. Like we waste time doing that. So when I wake up, I do not scroll. I get my clothes on. I get out. I scroll. It's bad, but I, I'll scroll like as I'm trying to drive somewhere or whatever. <laughs> but I don't. But at least you're I don't out. look at you're my gone. phone. Yeah, I don't look at my phone beforehand because it, it'll distract me. And now, and now I'm scrolling instead of doing what I have to do. Okay, I'm going to that, try that because that's, really that's my advice. first thing I do in the morning is scroll. I and think then, that's what most of us do. And it eats up so much time. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, don't okay. scroll. No, Wake nope, up, do turn it. your alarm off, put your clothes on, scroll once you get in your car. Scroll okay. once you get in the car. All right. Hopefully at a stoplight or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at a stoplight. Yeah, at a stoplight. <laughs> or once you're backing out the garage or whatever. Right, but right. don't don't start scrolling before you get out the house because it's going to be bad. That's great advice. That is great advice. Is there any other advice for somebody who's training for, for their first, something helpful that you have found that might be able to help another? So one of the things that I will say is when I did my first triathlon, um, I had bought a tri a tri kit. I didn't even know it was called a tri kit, but from Amazon, I borrowed a bike from my girlfriend. It was like a mountain bike, and I had a pair of running shoes. If you want to get started, you do not have to have all of this big dollar money things. You don't need mm -hmm. all of that to get started. You absolutely do not need all of that to get started. It um and. You know, we're talking about triathlons, but there are some people who might not be able to run. So an aqua bike might be good because, you know, swimming is good. And then, you know, uh, cycling is good for your, um, you know, for your knees, you know, for people who are not able to run or people who are just terrified of swimming, then do a duathlon, which is a run, bike, run. Just get moving. Mm -hmm. And yeah. 
that's the that's the only thing like don't let someone and i put this post up where i said you know don't compare your workouts or what you're doing to other people's workouts like you just need to be the best version of yourself yeah so whatever you know that you can do do that and then do that well and do it in a point where it brings you happiness Sure. That's Absolutely. Nice. That's wonderful. That's great advice. advice. I, I mean, did you see, I believe he's on the pathetic triathletes group. Um, he, the, the guy that's in the Philippines and he can't afford a bike. So he made a bike he out of bamboo. Bike. Oh my God. Out of bamboo. Oh my yeah, God. This is amazing. So, Hey, he's hit. There's a will, there's his, a way. Yeah, make his own bike and go. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm it, not it, that I'm not that technical, so I yeah, yeah. No, me neither. <laughs> to go buy one, but but you're right. I mean, there's too many times even for myself. You're like, oh man, look at that guy and that. Oh man, how's he running that fast? And you, mm -hmm. hey, you're you're really just it's versus yourself. Where where am I today? Mm -hmm. Can I get better for tomorrow? And mm -hmm. you're right. Don't compare without yourself injury. Without injury. Right. Right. And I also need to listen to myself because sometimes I feel like just you know you always grow up with this. The mentality is always, at least when I was playing sports growing up, like, no, 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 you know, don't be a, don't be a wuss. So if your knee hurts, mm -hmm. keep going. Like, no, your body sometimes mm -hmm. is telling you something, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe pause, mm -hmm. maybe ice it, maybe stretch it. So. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause we want to keep doing this and we don't want to be injured. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially in my age too. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, if I was 14, well, even then you should still, you know, uh, maybe slow it down if you need to. But um, when you realize mm -hmm. that you just don't have as much leeway as you did that, you know, maybe your teenage years. So, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. well, Angie, I, I, I feel like we could talk to you all night. Um, thanks for, <laughs> for jumping on and definitely going to keep an eye out for it. I, I got to admit this big part of me. It's like, okay, you know, when are we going to be in Maryland? Can we? Can we be there with a cowbell, cowbell for you as well? So, <laughs> oh, but, that would uh, be so definitely great. Looking forward to continue to see your progress both on pathetic triathletes yeah. and, and, we, and if, if you're along. available i mean you're uh, i'm sure that you have you have a very full life and we're so blessed to even have you on tonight but i would oh, love to hear you. how this journey goes and yeah how, no if we could even compare follow notes up. i yeah. you know iron man to iron man maryland after absolutely. after after that game would be day great. that would be awesome <laughs> absolutely just please just make sure you uh, reach back out to me. You saw as soon as you reached out to me, I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. No, and I was I, like, we'll work everyone it. I come I'll across like a salesman. The, the worst is when someone messages you and like, oh, wait, they're trying to sell me a spatula. Who are these people? So it was more like, <laughs> hey, we're just, we're, you know, we're just folks part we of the had group. To meet you. To chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get, no, but seriously, I get so, that's probably the naivety in me or optimism. Um, I do get so many DMs and, a lot it, it is like you know um inspirational or podcast and when you as soon as you say pathetics i mean that's already saying that well you pathetic <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. but, it's all, but it's already saying that you I, this is where you know me from like that you're legit so yeah. you know okay, if good, you, good, if, 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 you're not you're not uh, messaging me like hello beautiful <laughs> right right yeah no i've fallen for that we get this like, who's this person then no you are very much to me handsome like oh okay, yeah delete, yeah you know <laughs> exactly exactly so that it was not that at all but i as you can tell, I absolutely love sharing my journey. I have a coach. I, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. But whenever I can offer um, advice and help to others, I absolutely do that. And um, we're just trying to keep we're just trying to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And okay. if people did want to follow you, um, obviously, Pathetic Triathletes on Facebook and any other places where mm -hmm. people could find you, maybe Instagram or. And my even my Facebook is um, 
public. So um, Angie Jacks, A-N-G-I-E Jackson. Um, I have a lot. Well, I'm, well, I you know I have more, like more pictures and things on on um, on my personal page, but all of my posts are are public because you know okay. I, you know they public. And um, on Instagram, I can't remember how my name is spelled, but it's like it's like Angie Jackson, but it's it's G-I and then J-A two X's S-O-N. Okay. Angie Jackson is spelled like that. Okay. And that's how that's what I am on Instagram. Perfect. We'll check it out. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been beyond a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And oh, thank, thank you, Kelly. Looking, thank forward you, to, looking forward to keeping in touch and yes. having you on again. So yes. thanks again. Have well, a awesome right. night and enjoy your baseball game tomorrow. Baseball season. Well, thank here. you so very much. <laughs> Go day. Woodpeckers. Go Woodpeckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go Woodpeckers. Have an awesome night, Angie. Thank you. Well, for Angie Jackson right. and Kelly Tipple, I'm Clinton Timmerman. Rock on.